Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, along with Tracy Hollis-Claw. We're here live to take your call about anything to do with real estate, especially real estate investing. If you want to call in and get your questions answered, there's nobody called in yet because we ain't started, so now's a great time. The number is 864-235-9405. That's 864-235-9405. And before the show started, we were talking about sewage. So we can go ahead and start continue that conversation. Well, you'd think that, you know, people know we come on it just a couple minutes late. You'd think that you'd already have phone calls stacked up just waiting to get in. Sure, but, you know, we, we don't have any. I'll give you the number out again just to make sure, 864-235-9405. But, yeah, sewage is important because it's got to – or the sewer lines. <laughs> the Yeah, the sewer line to get the sewage out. I mean – Yeah, you know, when you're developing property, there's two things you need. That you gotta have, you gotta have water coming in and sewage going out. Yeah, all the rest could, of the stuff. I mean, you could make it without, you know, electricity if you had to. If you got more space, you could. Well, make you, it. well, you can bring electricity just about anywhere. You can truck it in. No, you can hang it. You can electricity comes to you. You you don't necessarily have sewer that'll come all the way to you. That makes true. sense. Yes, I, it makes water, sense to me. Water won't come all the way to you if you're already if you're next to somebody that has a water water you can get water, but you, if you're next to somebody that has sewer that doesn't mean you can have sewer, and when you don't have sewer that's an issue. Kind of like we have right here at the radio station this morning. So if you're if you if you live anywhere near the radio station you you might ha- be having the same issue you were having. We didn't have any coffee. I know. I'm quite disappointed. Too. I'm gonna I'm gonna write to management after on Monday. I mean, they don't have when the water isn't known, you can't brew coffee and you can't use the restrooms and stuff. But you're still having the radio show. And I had somebody else call me this week. They had a they're building the rain something with the rain and the 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 sewer line. You know, most sewer lines are in the ground. This sewer line happened to be suspended above the across the creek, and the rushing water something happened and damaged it. And they, it's their responsibility because it's on their property. So they had to con- discontinue use of the sewage in the building until they can get a plumber out there to fix it. I was pretty lucky growing up. I never got suspended. You said the sewage was suspended. I never got suspended. Now, I did almost get in it's school a- suspension ISS. Of course, where I went to school, they call that the hole. It's a different definition. You get you get thrown in the hole. It's the that, same, was, that was ISS. It's the same word, but it's... And the S- reason they called it the hole is because it was below the stage, like the the ISS, the ISS room was below the stage. What stage? The stage in the cafetorium. Because if you got a cafeteria and you got an auditorium and it's the same thing, it's a cafetorium. See, see how that works? And yeah. This, below the stage was this room... Learning all and that's where stuff. the ISS teacher. I don't. Why do they call the ISS a teacher? Really, think about it. They're like a babysitter. Yeah, they're more. they're in there to keep you from talking all day long. And of course, they send your the other real teachers send you your work. But I never got suspended. Well, they're a teacher because they drew the short straw that day. No, but it they was probably a permanent, were a teacher. They, it, was, it was a permanent ISS teacher. I mean, when you're the, y'all had kids that were in trouble enough that there's a full time ISS teacher. Basically, yeah. My goodness! Yeah, I mean, so that classroom was never vacant. That was in Chester, CHSTR Chester, the one I'm talking about. Chester, CHSTR Chester. Do the rest of it. That's it. That's no, how. That's how you spell about it. Pride and all that stuff. Oh, the, the, one of the 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 thing was who are we Cyclones? What have got pride? Who we're gonna beat? Louis, Louisville. <laughs> 
Hey, one, two, three, off one, one for all. We got to stand invited for all. Hey, one, two, three, cyclones. <laughs> That's what we would say at the, you know, at the end of the practice. In, at the end of the, you know, basketball practice or something. But yeah. Anyway. Wow. That's riveting. I don't even remember my. Uh, without coffee, I don't, I'm, I don't have as much to talk about. So I'm, I'm sorry I don't have a, a topic. Right now, I need I need another cup of coffee to get the topic going. Well, the topic is about real estate because that's really what this you know show is supposed to be about. I know that sometimes we derail pretty easily and just sit here and talk about whatever it is we want to. And, and when you say a word, it reminds me of a story or something funny. You, know, I've got a friend. And the that, word that you just said was derail. Hey, my name derail is spelled like Daryl, but it's pronounced derail. Derail. I. <laughs> What's up? Well, okay. You have a boyfriend? <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness. If you want to get in involved, 864-235-9405. If you've never heard this show before, you're in for a treat because there's no. this telling. will be the first time ever you've heard us say the same thing we normally say every week, <laughs> which is that we borrow money from people and their retirement accounts, and we give them first mortgages against real estate. And if you're interested in making more money with your money safely, you can always go to jasondillard.com to learn how our uh, opportunities work. There's a um, lending tab that explains how we borrow money and what interest rates we pay. Um, one of the things we make clear is we do not take someone else's money and your money and put it in the same place. Just your money is secured by one property. That makes it a lot safer for you so that if something terrible happens, you get ownership of a property and the whole property. So if you're interested in learning about that, we just actually had a, a new potential lender meet us yesterday. Um, had a great conversation with uh, a couple, and the I want you to know, Tracy. After you left and you had to leave early, yeah, the wife told me that I did. Even though I don't sound that professional with my southern accent on the radio, sometimes I was very professional in the meeting. That's what she said about me. Wow, I am very professional. She gave you some kudos, didn't she? Yeah, because I got you know answered all their questions. We talked about how they could lend money, how they could use their IRAs, spend an hour with them. Um, don't have anything for them right now because we're not in a hurry. We just want to meet with folks, see if it's something that matches. And if it does, then we'll help them make more money with their money. And we're not in a big rush. So if you're interested in um, learning how we can actually help your money, make more money, you can give me a call at 864-444-7650 or you can um, go to jasondiller.com. Right now we have a call. Um, Jeff from Greenville, what can we do for you this morning? Fantastic. And yourself? Doing great. The question I have is uh, I'm a 60% disabled vet, and I heard you mention about uh, you could be exempt for a disabled vet. Is it 100% or is there a certain percentage you have to be rated at? I think you called the wrong um, radio show. That might have been real estate. That might have been the... That might have been the previous show that talks about mortgages. Okay, what was the property real estate? And they were talking about that. So yeah, I that's okay. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll answer your. We'll, we'll, I'll do my best to answer your question. We can guess. Um, here's the answer. <laughs> Call Mark at Preferred Mortgage, and he'll tell you on Monday. Um, he's a good guy. He, he's guess. lent us money before back in the day. So there you go. All right, all right, hey, Jeff. My thank, shoe is working just fine too. All right, man. See ya. There right. goes Jeff. He's calling. Trying to call market preferred, so there's a shout out to the, the group that does the radio show before us. Um, if you got a question about something to do with real estate investing, 
or lending money, give us a call at 864-235-9405. We actually um, also do property management. So if you've got property and you're tired of dealing with the tenants, toilets, and trash, um, you can give us a call and we manage property for only 50 bucks a month. Um, actually, hey, when we were in the, after you left, I showed them the picture of your house you used to live in. This in the front, our front, their vestibule, the vestibule of our office. And she wasn't impressed. What was her name? Zena? Uh-huh. Nina? Uh-huh. Zena. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't that impressed. So, um, now she was impressed in my photography. She just wasn't impressed with the photo itself of yeah. the house that yeah, you still not, live in. That's not for everybody, man. Everybody don't get as excited about that picture as you yeah, do. Yeah, I do. All right. Next we got Randy and Greer. Randy, what can we do for you? Good morning. Morning. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. There, there it is. Hey, yeah, are you know. with us? We got a minute. The jury is. Oh no! Oh, Randy just hit hit the ditch. You can't, Did hey. you raise the dump truck up and hit the pole or something? How's that? Is that better? There you go. Now you're cooking with grease. That was a technology malfunction. What are you doing? I'm looking for the cafeteriatorium. Oh, the cafeteriatorium. It's in Chester, CTSDR Chester. <laughs> we just leave oh, the vowels okay. out because we don't need them. Chester, CHSDR Chester. CHSDR. <laughs> we just leave out the vowels. We'll, we'll find them later. You know, we know we know what they are. Well, it's kind of like the houses you do. You have to buy the vowels. See, you save money by leaving them out. Gotcha. I don't get it. Who knows? He says stuff like you say sometimes, and I'm like, what? You know, wheel of fortune, you have to buy the vowels. So <laughs> you're saving money by not buying the vowels. Uh, okay. Oh, well, like Randy, Randy yeah. can you? You want to hold on through the break? We got a, we got a break in sure. about 20 seconds. You want to hold through the break? Randy's going to we'll ask us a really difficult real estate question, I'm sure, after this break. If you want to get involved in the program as well, the number here is 864-235-9405. I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy real estate. My phone number is 444-7650 or you can go to jasondillard.com to learn more about what we do we're always looking for opportunities can't wait to get with some of you guys we'll be right back welcome back to solutions in real estate i'm jason dillard to get in touch with me my number is 864-444-7650 save that in your phone 864-444-7650 or you can go to jasondillard.com to learn about how we um, borrow money from folks and give them a good return secured by real estate. Before the break, we were talking to Randy and I think Randy's still there and I, we're, we're depending on you, Randy. Is Randy still here? Yeah, we're depending on you to give, okay. to ask us a very important, it don't have to be difficult. It could just be pertinent. Relevant to the real estate. <laughs> show that this That's is supposed funny to be that you say that because you know my question is about contracts um i'm sure you deal with contracts every day uh and they're and they're sometimes you just breeze right through them and then sometimes you bring in a stack of paper my question is how do you discern that you're not getting roped into something uh in the contracts that you know that you shouldn't you talking and, about when we're buying you're buying or when selling? Buying, I guess. Okay. I mean, I guess either one, because just like you were talking about with the, earlier with the, uh, no, I'm sorry, that was a previous show about a roof leak, and you know, you're they're trying to talk one into it and the other, and who's responsible yeah. well, for it. Well, when but I'm buying, how do 
How do you yeah. get through the small verbiage, I guess? Well, here's the It's real friend. simple. I, when I'm buying. Jason hands me the contract I, if there's a lot of small verbiage. I don't read the whole thing or nothing, but I find somewhere on there that gives me a due diligence period for a period of time where I have no uh-huh. risk. And if I've got five, 10, 20, 30 days, you know, some of the, some of the larger projects that we do, we might have a six month due diligence period because we're taking land and rezoning it. But I make sure I have re- a due diligence period that's long enough for me to succeed. That's, that's a contingency for some people that don't yeah, know what due diligence that means, means. That means I don't have anything to lose for this period of time as I make sure I really want to buy this property. And I see. then I make sure that the earnest money that we're putting up is refundable. If, if I find something that makes me not want to buy the property, you know, if I go over and right. I'm, we make a lot of blind offers, so we'll make offers on stuff we didn't see. I've got an offer out right now on a building in Greenwood and I haven't seen the building and I've countered back and forth and I'm hoping to get a contract any second on a Greenwood property and I'm going to drive to Greenwood, <clears throat> excuse me, after I see the, Contract is is signed. Yeah, you're not going. We're not going to go to the property first. We're kind of backwards. Not going to go to the property first and decide to write a contract. We're going to write a contract and have control of it, so there's not 20 more people down there wanting it when I get down there. And and so if I've got a due diligence period that makes me not have anything to lose for a period of time, and my earnest money's not at risk for that period of time, just about anything else in the contract besides price and any kind of terms are just attorney words. So I, uh, this is okay. the way I read the contract. Um, I've agreed to buy the property at such and such street from for so this, and so for so, from so and so <clears throat> for this much money. Got over there. Yeah, and um, and then for about three pages it goes attorney words, 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 attorney words. Oh, there's a due diligence period of thirty days. Okay, and your binder will be refundable if you. Give written notice when it in those thirty days. Or attorney words, attorney words, attorney words, attorney words, attorney words, attorney words, place to sign. So basically you need to do your due diligence in those in that period of time that you have to do your due diligence. Exactly. That's why they call it a the due diligence <laughs> time. That's what it there you go. Yeah. It's kinda like it's kinda like when you're dating. When you think about it. You know, you you don't uh-uh. just go out on a date with somebody and get married to them at the end of the date. You do some due diligence. You go out on the second date, third date, fourth date, fifth date. You get about the sixth date, and you've bought like you know all this food for this girl, and you realize that she's not the one. Well, that's a non-refundable earnest money deposit you've just made in all that food you bought her, and you can let her know that you've done your due diligence and you would not like to pursue the contract, <laughs> and you go on and start, and you go and ask somebody else out. I love these analogies that y'all have. The dating. Dating is like renting and marriage is like buying the property. Yeah, there you go. Mm, kinda. <laughs> yeah. So you're that's you gonna know, get some people now, in trouble there. Now when I'm when we're when someone makes an offer to buy the property from us, then we right. we do the same thing in reverse. How long is their due diligence? Can we convince them to make a, a earnest money that that's a little bit more, that makes them more on the hook? Can we shorten up their buying time? You know, once we've negotiated price. Yeah, we want them to have about a four-minute inspection period and a three-day close and all cash. And the residential houses that we flip, we go through the process of the punch list, which is the, you know, what do they call that, Tracy? That 
big long list of things that most buyers ask you to fix after their home inspection? Well, it's actually changed. It used to be request of repairs. Now the contract has certain items that are required and the buyer can still ask, they can ask for other things, but there are the requirements of certain things that if you say, I, you know, it, previous to that, somebody could request repairs and you could say, nah. And that's the, and, and they could decide to move forward, but the new contracts, the South Carolina MLS contracts. Yeah. That's the one you're talking about that has the seven or eight or nine or 14 pages that, you know, like I made an offer to buy a house two weeks ago. We, we made it fit on one page and half the page is where you sign. I have to disclose I'm a realtor and big, bold, underlined at the top. And other than that, I can do what I, you know, when we're buying it and how much we're paying for it and who's paying what closing cost. Yeah, And, and I've got to get a clear title. Those are the things that are important. When we're dealing directly with the buyer or the seller, we use a very simple contract. But when there's a brokerage involved like ours or another one, yeah, the contract is a bunch of pages. It's got a lot of stuff in it. So is that boring enough for everybody? Can we let Randy go now? He asked a really boring question, and we were talking about me going to ISS when I was in uh, Chester <laughs> earlier. And I realized I told that story incorrectly. The hole was the middle school under the stage. The cafetorium was the high school. So we didn't have the ISS. We didn't have the in-school suspension under the stage in the high school. We had it in the, in the portable out back. Permanently, It's a permanent portable. It's a, it's a ten, it was the temporary building for the permanent portable for the hole. That's the ISS out back that I never got in trouble. I didn't get caught. Is what it was. I did. I did things I shouldn't be doing, but I just never got caught. I was smart enough to never get caught. So, so we can go back to talking about that, Randy. You know, that's way, way more important exciting. stuff like middle school suspension. Yeah, yeah. middle school yeah, suspension. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on. I'm with you on that now. So, so right. I think we're. I think we're caught up. So, <laughs> All right, man. Good luck. Good luck with ISS. All, All right, right man. see you. Bye. Be careful out there. See you. So he hit a. He's a dump truck driver, and it sounded like he hit somebody. No, no he didn't. If hit he him. hit somebody in his dump truck, he wouldn't have still been talking to us if he hit somebody. He was How probably he... having trouble with his headset. He has trouble with his headset half the time I talk to him. He needs to get a new headset. Then. He would. <laughs> he wouldn't have talked to us as long as he talked to us if he had hit somebody. Well, it sounded like he had a major nah, issue. That's like the one time I had my wreck. Well, yeah, he's got a major issue, all right. <laughs> you know, I had the the wreck I had uh-huh. way back when before you and I met. When the phone went up in the dash and got yeah. wedged. and I was on the phone, so when I hit the guy, he pulled out in front of me. Bam. Just couldn't find the phone. Well, I was looking in the floorboard, and the fo- phones will go straight. Like this is is physics. If you're holding it in your hand, it's up against it, your ear, and it's, then the and, sudden and you're going stop. like 45 miles an hour, and all of a sudden you stop going 45. You stop. You stop moving. Yes, yeah, like 45 to zero in the half a second. The phone wants to keep going. It's called uh, momentum. It's the big M. Yeah, an object in motion What's tends to stay in motion. Yeah, yeah. So it it kept going straight, which wedged in the dash of the truck, and everything's dark, and the the um. Airbag blew out, and, you know, I couldn't breathe. And I happened to be on the phone with Kristen. That was during our due diligence period. We were dating, you know, my wife, Kristen. Yeah, I know. That was during the due diligence right. period of that. We had, we weren't engaged. Now, when you, get, when you get engaged, that's when you go under contract. And when you get married, that's when you close. See? That was during my due diligence. And, of course, she could hear me coughing. <laughs> she probably heard the impact. Because you couldn't breathe. It's, it's the, heard the impact. 
heard me coughing, and I was just coughing because of the, the gas that blows out. It saved me from getting hurt real bad. But you got to get, you catch your breath. Well, she was just thinking, well, maybe, you know, there's glass in my throat or something. And it turns out I was just not that, I was just fine. It just hurt me a little bit. I, I don't see any, any, any you know, I, I, I don't have any, you know, like permanent damage or anything like that because I, uh, every, everything seems to be working perfectly normal since then. This is starting to explain. This is starting to explain a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, if you want to get involved in what we're talking about, we're coming up near the bottom of the hour break. You might want to call in. The number here here is eight six four two three five nine four zero five. If you want to get in touch with me, my phone number is 864-444-7650. Somebody called me yesterday wanting to sell something, a mobile. Well, that's what and we do. single wide in Simpsonville. We give out the number and hope that somebody will call. And I don't know how they got to me. I hit, you know, you call that number and you press the buttons. Most of the time, Cameron might get the phone, get the phone call. But somehow I got the phone call. And so I'm on the phone talking about the mobile home and... Get this. You, you tell me what you think about this. Okay. This is single wide, thousand square feet, three man, three bedroom, two bath, on land in Simpsonville. And the first thing that was said was the mobile homes around it are selling for a hundred and one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Is this mobile home need any work? It needs about fifteen thousand dollars worth of work to get it r- retail ready. Okay. Air conditioners missing and. All right, well, I'll tell you what, if you give me $3,000, I'll take it. Yeah. It's kind of like the Facebook post that I saw foot. on the realtor page where somebody offered 160 on the listing that was listed for 270 or something. And it's this big, long, drawn-out conversation with the realtors about what you would do. I'd counter. Yeah, just counter back. I mean, what, what should you do? Yeah. You need the, but the mobile home, to me... Yeah, you know, I didn't want to be mean to this to the potential seller, but I was trying to get understand what am I missing? Is there something I'm missing there? Is it like a hundred acres or something? Or? Yeah, was it on land and yeah. it had a bunch of land? Was it was it a, the was it the double? Was it the single wide that I don't know Johnny Depp used to live in? I don't know, but gold plated. Anyway, so if you've got a property and you want to sell, and if it's a gold plated trailer. In Simpsonville, give us a call, 864-444-7650. Right now is a great time to call in and get your questions answered about anything about real estate investing at 864-235-9405. That's 864-235-9405. When we come back, we're going to have an update from the tennis tournament this morning. So don't go anywhere. There's a tennis update. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444-7650. Call 444-7650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard along with Tracy Holtz-Claude. We've been buying and selling real estate in the upstate for about 19 years. And if you want to sell a property quickly, give me a call at 864-444-7650. One of the things that we focus on is borrowing money from individuals and their retirement accounts. A lot of people don't know that you can actually use your retirement account um, and lend money against real estate and get a safe investment 
because you have collateral that protects your investment in the form of the house or the land or the building, whatever. And if we can go out and find houses that we can buy for example, a hundred thousand that are really worth 140,000, um, we can borrow the money from you, give you a return on your money. And if something terrible happens, well, you got a $140,000 house that's protecting your $100,000 investment. It's totally different than using um, the stock market to invest in stuff because if you try to buy a stock today for what it's worth, you kind of have to pay what it's worth. And stock might go down, it might go up. Right in the Latin, in this calendar year, the stock market's been flat. We had a run there for a long time, but now it's flat. But if you lend against the stock, if you could lend against the stock, then you could, it would, you, but you can't do that, I don't think. I don't think there's a mechanism to lend against the stock and get a return. I, I guess you can buy or sell options and, and they have an ending to them. So that's similar to lending against the stock, I guess. But it's totally different when you lend on real estate. So if this example of the $140,000 house that someone lends us 100000 to buy, what is the worst case scenario for this person or their retirement account, Tracy? What's the worst thing that can happen? If the house is really worth one hundred and forty, and they lend a $100,000, what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing is happen we actually pay them. Why, why is that the worst thing? Well, because if... if Someone got ownership. You know, the reason we borrow, well, there's two reasons we borrow way less than it's worth. One, number one reason, we're shooting for a profit. Number two reason, we don't want someone to lend us what something's typically worth. You know, so if we offered this property to the world and the entire world agreed it's worth 140, why would I ask somebody to lend me 140? Why would I even buy it for 140 first? But we have been known to buy stuff for what it's worth as long as we can get good financing from the seller. So that's a whole different story. But if we're just paying cash with a private loan, we want to buy something at such a discount that we're setting ourselves up to make a profit and there's a safety net for that lender. So the worst thing that can happen to them is the deal goes good for us and they actually get their money back with their interest. Now, what could happen theoretically, you know, if something happens to us or the business you know, went belly up, whatever. If somebody got ownership of this $140,000 house for the hundred that they lent us, well, it's like buying the stock at a tremendous discount. You know, I mean, stocks go up and down. You know, you buy a stock. If it starts to go down, good stock investors just buy more. If it starts to go up, you might consider selling. But, you know, if you're a buy and hold stock investor, other than the fact that it, the company it's in could go completely belly up, you know, real estate can do the same thing. It can go up in value. It could potentially go down in value in a recession. But typically speaking, you know, if it's a, if it's a home someone's going to buy to live in, you know, there's generally some appreciation. You know, if it's a rental property, there's always rental income to protect the investment. So I guess the worst, worst scenario is the $140,000 house becomes worth less than a hundred. Yeah. It, no real estate, to my knowledge. I mean, there's, you know, use the word worthless. There's almost no real estate that's worthless. Now there's a little bit of it out there, but generally speaking, what we're doing, if somebody lends us money 
you know, or even anything we buy. If we just paid cash for it, you know, and we hit a recession, well, the value could dip, but it going to nothing like a stock can do, you know, most stocks are plenty just fine. So we're not here to really beat the stock market up. But, you know, you can invest in a stock that the company, you know, you wake up Monday morning and they've gone out of business, you know, then you got nothing. Sure. Or it can, it can dip dramatically overnight like Facebook did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You'd lose a lot of value, whereas real estate is relatively stable. It tends to go up. It tends to, to go up slowly. So if you've got the $140,000 house protecting your $100,000 loan and the, and the market does dip dramatically, a dramatic dip in real estate might be 10%. You've still got more equity in the house than you've lent against it. That's why the big buildings downtown with the, with the names of the banks on the sides of the buildings are okay lending money against real estate because real estate is a safe place to invest money. For the long haul. So if you're out there listening, you're going, well, I've got money that's making me 1% in a CD and the, the banker is trying to convince me to renew my CD at 2%. We pay 8% on our houses that we're flipping. We pay 6% on houses that we're keeping. So you could get a safe 6% return and not have to worry about um, the market going up and down can have equity in the house that you've got a loan against, you got a lien against it, you have a first mortgage against, and it's really, really safe. So if you're interested in that, you can go to jasondiller.com and check out the website and see how that works. We can uh, sit down with you like we did yesterday with a, a, a new potential lender, get your questions answered, decide if this works for you. One of the things that we like to do is get the new lenders or the, even the older lenders to see the property. You know, one of the questions I get all the time is, well, what do I get to pick my property? Do I get to see the property I'm lending on? Uh, uh always. Yeah. I mean, you're the lender. We I mean, you're, you're going to, you're going to approve the loan. Yeah, we want every lender to see. We, you know, we've got some that have gotten comfortable and they've done business with us a long time that choose to not go see the property, but it's our preference. And especially with a newer lender or someone that's only done a couple of deals, always go see the property. Always go see it. You know, if it's a flip, you know, you're going to see it, a train wreck. I mean, that's the way we buy them, generally speaking. I had a gentleman we sent to a house several weeks back, and he's like, this, this house is, needs a lot of work. And I'm like, yeah, that's why, how we buy them. You know, it's, that's why the seller needs us compared to the traditional market. So, yeah, we buy them that need a lot of work, and they get fixed up. We've got the crews that we work with that do all the work. And, you know, they get ready to go to market in the condition that someone like you and I would want to buy and live in. You know, pretty, smells good. Yeah, so that they're falling through the floor, you know, no. The new investor, a lot of times, we will go look at a house we finished. This is what it's going to look like when we're finished. Then we'll go look at a house that we haven't even started. This is how bad they look before we've started. And we explain to the, to the investor, to the lender, we're buying and remodeling the house. We're not, we're not, we're not budgeting to just buy it. We're budgeting to buy and remodel it. So your money is, is you've got that window of period, a window of time that maybe your money is invested in an asset that's not as valuable. But as soon as we spend that cash into the property in the next month, the value goes up a whole lot so that your, your money is really safe. So uh, again, if you've got questions about how all that works and how we borrow money or, or the, uh, the, the terms of the loan, you can give us a call at 
864-235-9405 right now and get your questions answered on the air. That's 864-235-9405. Um, we're always looking for money. Um, we're actually building a lot of houses right now because the market's so, so good. We've seen a lot of things change in the market in the last couple of months, like the lumber prices are just skyrocketed. Um, so it's cost more to build a house than it did even six months ago. So our average loan amount on the houses we're building is probably in the 140 range now. Um, we're in a neighborhood that we're going to finish out soon that's, and we're going to drop into a little bit cheaper area. Um, so about 140 is a, is a good number to lend us on the houses that we're building. Um, the other question we get all the time is, well, how much, how much money, what's the least amount of money that I need to invest? And the answer is, Tracy. Well, the least amount we need is enough to buy a whole house. So, you know, when we were talking earlier about what you lend compared to the value, you know, another safety net we build in is we don't borrow money from multiple people on the same property. You know, that ability exists. We don't have that ability because it requires a securities license and a lot of other hoops to jump through. Um, but we only borrow the money from one person into one deal. So when people ask us, what's the minimum I can loan you? Well, the least I can borrow is enough to buy a whole house. So we've got, you know, a handful of mobile homes that we've paid 15 grand for that needed five or 10 grand worth of work. So we borrowed 15 or 20, maybe 25. Um, as much as, you know, two, we got one closing next week that the lender's getting paid back 220. So we borrowed 220 from somebody on something worth considerably more. Yeah. 300. So. So it, you know, that's the answer. So if you've got 20, 30 grand, we can probably borrow it from you, but it might take a minute for us to find that less expensive property that will, that, that you can fund. If you've got uh, more cash, we can borrow it quicker because that matches up better. So if you've got questions, give us a call right now at 235-9405. That's 864-235-9405. we got a call coming in right now. So it sounds like we're going to have a, a question when you return. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Jason Dillard with Tracy Hillsclaw, Solutions Real Estate. If you want to get in touch with me, my number is 864-444-7650, or you can go to the website jasondillard.com to learn more about what we do. Save that number in your phone. That's 864-444-7650. Next, we've got a call from Cole. Cole, what can we do for you this morning, sir? Yeah, I'm your son, Dad. Jason. Oh yeah, that's 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 who you are. So what? Hey, tell me, give me an update. Give me an update. How's it going? How's the tennis match going? Uh, ain't too good. Reese just lost the first set, and he just lost the first point of the neck of the second set. So is he going to get double, playing against him right now? Is he going to get double bageled? He's going to be playing against a lot of people. He's going to be playing. He's playing against the guy that's played a lot of tournaments. Okay, so yeah, is he so going to get double bagel? He's going to get double bagel. Trace, you know what a double bagel Probably. is? That's when you lose in tennis. O and O, six O six O, double bagel. Well, this is this is Reese's first tennis match. So how, how's everybody else doing at the tennis match? Got any real estate deals going on over there? <laughs> nope. Uh, I, 
everyone else is kind of doing fine. I haven't really seen any injuries or anything. And that's what you're talking All about. Right, great and, update. Uh, I don't think any of these kids are really interested in real estate. Really? What about your mom's mom? Okay, over there. She got a yeah, rocking chair. Fine. She got a rocking chair. Yeah. What about Nana and Pa? Are they there watching? Oh yeah. They're there. All right. Well, tell them I'm yeah, sorry I couldn't be there. I'm actually on the radio right now and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. well, thanks for calling in, buddy. Thanks for the update. Right, Appreciate no the update. Cool. There he goes. There goes mm-hmm. Cole. There's the update from the Reese. First time ever playing tennis. My 11-year-old. Cole is the other one that's 14-year-old. He plays at 12, so I get to see him play at 12. All right. If you want to get call in right quick to, before the end of the show and get involved in the show, the number is 235-9405-864-235-9405. Next, we've got John. Um, John, what can we do for you, sir? Hey Jason, how's it going? Going great. Uh, we were we were talking a little bit yesterday about uh, me missing out on the ten thirty one deal, but now this new opportunity zone thing seems to be coming in. So, uh, did you have any more uh, thoughts on that? You know, since since yesterday, I haven't. I mean, but but I'm glad you called in and reminded me to mention that because there's probably other people out there that have a capital gain that thought they were going to have to pay a big tax. And now that the new law is in effect, you can actually buy in an opportunity zone and defer that gain until 2026. So um, it makes sense to me to invest all of your money into the next investment and wait and pay the government eight years from now. I don't know about Tracy went to Parker High School. He's, he's, a, he's a real mathematician. Let me ask you a question. Let's say you had 100 grand. Okay. Or, and you could invest it in something. All right. All right. And then wait until 2026 and then pay the government 30 grand then. So your 100 grand might grow to 130 grand or might grow to 150 grand by then. Or here's the other choice. Choice number two is don't invest your 100 grand in anything and give the government 30. So wait a minute. If I give them 30 now, that means I've only got 70. That's right. But if I invest the 100 grand now and I have eight years, to make to, to make hopefully make that thirty that I'm that I owe them right now. Right, I think I like that option. Me too. See, right. there you go, John. There's the there's the Parker High School. Well, you didn't have a Parker High School diploma. You didn't get a PhD. I got my education at Parker. I got my diploma at Wade Hampton. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so sounds like sounds like Tracy was paying attention yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't either. He, and you know what he's doing right now, John? He is on he's his phone, text exactly. Yep. John knows me well already. It was John's wife that told me that I I was professional. Even though I sound kind of country hick, southern guy, not knowing what I'm doing on the radio. Yeah, in person, you look way more professional. I didn't look like I sound, he said. (laughs) I I guess he expected me to, you know, have missing teeth and wearing a, you know, smoking a corncob pipe or something like that. I mean, you do wear a Clemson hat. That, that, I do. That, that, that turns people off if, if, (laughs) If you're a Gamecock fan, but I do. I do wear a Clemson hat most days. Hey, that's the mark of a true professional, right? Yep. Well, John, So, just, so yeah. anyway, we thought about it, uh, prayed about it, and uh, we definitely want to uh, talk about pursuing it. So we'd, uh, so I'll, I'll get a hold of you uh, later or next week, and uh, we can talk some sure, more. Sure, okay? no rush. We'll find, we'll find a property that's in, in a zone that we can work with you on. And we'll double, triple check with the CPA and make sure this new law um, is going to work. There's your due diligence period, see? You and can, see, I think John's got about five months on his side for, for any decisions he's got to make. Right. Y'all thought I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, exactly. you, you heard that part. 
That's the only part you heard. He was in and out of the room on his phone. So. You continue to impress me, Tracy. Yep, I try. All right. All right, John. Appreciate you calling in. Okay. Talk to you soon. Have All a right. great now, by the way, John's wife thought it was cold in our office. It was. It is not cold in our office. My it's kneecaps, the perfect temperature. My kneecaps were hurting. Just because my, my toes are blue from sitting in, you know, because we don't wear closed-toed shoes. Yeah. I don't wear closed-toed shoes. My toes were cold and my kneecaps were starting to hurt. That's how it's colder on that side of the building. Yeah. See, on the other side of the building, the the office staff complain about it being hot. Well, not all of them. We got one that wears a blanket. Well, she can wear her blanket. You can put more clothes on if you're cold. I'm you can't just, take more clothes off okay. if you're already naked. I don't need all that. I'm just making a statement that it's cold on that side too because we have an employee that has to wear a blanket in August. Yeah, but if you're naked, you can't get more naked and cool off. We, we if you're if you're if you got clothes on, you can put on more clothes and warm up. See, we're on the you don't air, ha- and you don't have to get cleaned up to take a bath either. You can't say naked on the air, man. That's not appropriate. <laughs> you don't. You realize that you don't have to get cleaned up to take a bath. Uh, yeah, and you don't have to get cleaned up to go to church either. Do you? No, no, sir. No, you don't have to. You'll get, you can just go. That's right. Just but as a matter of fact, my you know what kind of church I go to. Church full of sinners like mine. Yeah, a church full, <laughs> full of, of dirty people, full of dirty sinners. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, how's everything going at your church? It's going fine. Yeah, how's Carlton? I deli- he's doing great. He's doing great. I delivered Luke this morning. The, yep. the, the kids are going whitewater rafting. Carlton from L.A. Yep, he's from L.A. Laura Anderson. Yep. Is he preaching this weekend? Uh, should be, as far as I know. He preached what, last weekend. What's he going to preach about? Uh, probably about 15 or 20 minutes. That's short for Baptist. Yeah, that'd be longer. It'll be, it'll uh, be. You are, I mean, don't, don't try to fool anybody. Just because it doesn't say Baptist on the sign, y'all are stealth Baptist. <laughs> it'll be 35 or 45 minutes. I mean, probably. how long is your service? 1030 to 1205. Exactly. 1030 to 12. That's an hour and a half. 1152. See, us boys over here at the Methodist Church. Y'all got to get to eat. We got an hour. Y'all have we, a method. Is yeah, there's a the method to it. So we one hour. We got to turn the parking lot over. You know, it's like my dad when my dad was still preaching. Yeah, we they, they sent him. Problem. They sent him to a church because they had a parking problem. <laughs> and after they heard him preach a couple of times, they didn't have a parking problem no more. You understand? Yeah, he ran half of them but off. There you go. It saves it saves the work. But he didn't. You know, I remember one time we went to a revival at the Baptist Church when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and you know how to tell. You know. What it, what it means if a Baptist preacher takes his watch off in the middle of his sermon and puts it up on the pulpit, right? It means absolutely nothing. It doesn't mean a thing. That just uh, because he knows what time it is, doesn't mean he's going to stop preaching right. at, a, at a specific time. But we were in a revival on a school night. And my dad said, we're staying until 9 o'clock. Because they were, we were bouncing. The, the bouncing revival thing, where they come to your church one night, you go to their church. Like the Presbyterian one night, the Baptist one night, the Methodist one night. Well, at 9 o'clock, that was it. Well, you know, not nine oh two, not nine oh five, not waiting to see if it might go to nine fifteen. Let me tell you, when the Methodist preacher and his family just got up in the middle of the sermon and left at nine o'clock, nobody noticed it because we were on the back row. So we plan ahead like that. <laughs> so you plan ahead. See, I sit on the front you row. Want to disturb the, the, you didn't want to disturb the congregation or the no. pastor by being up in the middle of the uh, front. We can anticipate what's going to happen. That's kind of what we do in real estate. We in, try to anticipate what's going to happen right. and kind of get in front of it. Because if you are if you know you're probably leaving before the end of the service, sit on the back. If you know you're going to be singing loud and you can't really sing good, you sit on the front row. So like tomorrow, I'll be on the front row. 
What's that sound? What is that? Is that a dog? Who let the dog in here? My goodness, we don't have water, but we have dogs. Yeah, I, got, I brought Ellie with me, man. She's going to visit today. She's huge. Oh yeah, she's like how, how much does she weigh? Ah, uh, like eight pounds. She's a whopper. So if, if she gained like a pound, she would be like obese. Uh, oh yeah, she's I was her, li- she's eight or maybe nine. She's not real heavy. You know that 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 um, time value money calculator that we've been using on my phone that calculates your return on your money depending on how long and everything. Yeah, there's another calculator on there. It's called the the um, BMI. I said BMI body mass index. Mm-hmm. I'm obese. I, I can tell you, I put in my six feet. I put in my 230 pounds, boom, I am obese. So just think about it for Ellie. She could gain like an ounce and she'd be obese because it's an index. Right. You know, it's a calculation or a percentage of your height. And yeah, so we'd, what would we put in? Like four inches? Yeah, she's short. Yeah, and you put in four inches and eight pounds, she's probably just fine. But if you put in four inches and eight and a half pounds, they're going to have to call the doctor in on her. You know, she's got to quit eating those. What do y'all feed her anyway? Dog, just, regular dog food? Yeah, just regular dog food. She, Yeah. She's got little stubby little legs, man. She's short. She's a miniature dachshund. She's got little stubby little legs. My grass guy have to get onto him when the grass doesn't get cut quick enough. And especially all this rain we've had. She has a real difficult time going outside because the grass tickles her belly. So weirds her out and she don't want to go potty it tickles her belly well i guess that's what it's doing it's touching her belly when did you did she tell you that 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 she raised her hand and say hey (laughs) tracy this grass is tickling my belly no i don't know what it is about the grass but it's apparently disturbing her so it makes her not want to go to the bathroom does she take big steps like big lumbering like lift her feet up way high on the on each side steps she really doesn't even want to go you have to pick her up and set her in the grass and then she just won't move. She freezes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just stands there. Yeah. It's just weird like that. You, you know, a dog is forever in the push up position. Think about that. Yes. I know. Yeah. I mean, people aren't in the push up position unless they're doing push ups, but a dog is forever in the push up position. Yeah. So how do, how do we get on the dog subject? I have no idea. That we heard the dog bark. Oh yeah, she's over there whining. I mean, we got no water. We can't use the bathroom. We didn't have coffee. And you brought the dog in this morning for the show. Dog. You know, my my son's getting beaten tennis. Oh, what a day! I know. Hey, but I'm going to see cars though. What kind of cars? I'm going to the Dino uh, Mustang Shop in Greer. It's Dino Day, and it's what does the, that mean? It's the, the Chevrolet Truck Club, whatnot. They're right now from eight to twelve, and and then it's from twelve to four. So it's from eight to four, really, but. That's where yeah. I'm headed. Mustang shopping, Greer. Well, if you want to go see Tracy and see proof that he is wearing flip-flops like every day, go to the dino shop. If you want to see me, I'm going to be at the pavilion later watching tennis match. But right now, we got to go. Appreciate you uh, listening in. My, my name's Jason. I buy and sell real estate. My number is 864-444-7650. Go to jasondiller.com to learn about what we do. And remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.